2018 edition. Oh, shit. We're the I only totally Jackie Chit. Wait, what, Sonny? I totally forgot it was the new year. It is. And I'm bringing the funk. I'm here with Jordan and Sonny. I'm yeah. Matt. And it's going to be a 20 great teen if we yeah. have anything to say about it. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's 2018, and you know what that means. Tell us, Jordan. Uh, it's. Uh, 2018 years after our lord uh, Jackie Chan was Jackie born. Jackie Chan, <laughs> yeah, was born. It's true. Uh, Want to hear a funny joke my mom makes about the Jewish New Year? Yeah, sure. Uh, Jordan, what is the what year are we up to in our Hebrew calendar? Uh, Fifty-six something something. Yeah, I'd say it's fifty. I think it's fifty-six <clears throat> fifty. Let's say it's 5650. Whenever uh, Jewish New Year happens, I'll call my mom or whatever and say, Oh, Happy New Year. And she goes, Oh, it's 56, whatever. She goes, Oh, I'm going to be writing 5659 on checks for three months. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very good joke from a woman that is largely incapable of comedy. (laughs) That is a good joke. It is. Oh, man. We we watched... uh, rumble in the bronx today and it is a doozy of a film so should we get into our chan fiction or do we have any chan news that we want to talk about beforehand i know that right now jackie chan has a movie that's number one in china we're not going to get it for a few months or at least not in wide release oh really what's it called is it real steel Steel. bleeding steel bleeding steel silver steel i heard about that it's getting decent reviews. It's at two theaters in New York right now. Oh. I, yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll give it a shot in New York. A I special mean, edition. I'd like for us That's, to all be able to see it. You guys yeah. wouldn't be able to peep this flick. It'd be weird if I just came in with a report on Bleeding Steel and no one else had it. Well, I might. Or maybe I, it'd be better if I did that. I might come into town in a few weeks, so... Mm, I prefer you didn't. (laughs) Okay, well... (laughs) That still doesn't solve the problem. It's not your town, Matt. Mm, It is. (laughs) Uh, Hey, I'm the only one that is anywhere near the Bronx right now, guys. That's near the biker gangs and near exploding buildings. Well, that's actually pretty dark. Never mind. I I sometimes... uh, I sometimes had to work in the Bronx... uh, when I was still working in New York. So, how do you feel about that, Matt? Did um, you... That's a really long commute. I'm glad I didn't have to do that. <laughs> well, it was did part your... of the job. Did you experience bike street races at night? Yes. I Part of my job was was doing the, the street bike racing on top of cars. Like, you know hmm. that crazy thing? Yeah, that yeah. they did in this movie for uh, cash in Ziploc bags. <laughs> if you're gonna have a thousand dollars in cash, uh, it better be in a Ziploc bag. Sonny, did you have uh, the thought to Google what the like inflation rate would be? 
of what? Like mm. in the movie, well, I don't want to get into a lot of the movie, but yeah. they have a competition for $1,000. Now, $1,000 oh. in our money right now would sure. it'd be like, oh, that would be cool. You win $1,000. But like in 1989 money, like. It wasn't 1989. 1985? 1995. 19, okay, in 1995, you could apparently buy a Kit Kat bar for $0.50. Sure. $1,000 is going to stretch you a lot further. Like Might stretch you to $2,000. Twice? $2, twice as much? No, definitely more than twice. <laughs> I can buy a Kit Kat bar for a dollar now. You, yeah. could buy, you could buy a house for like, I don't know, something like. Like I want to know how much Jordan thinks houses are. How much Where? do you think a house costs? <laughs> what? what? How much do you think a house costs? Now? Like, yeah. Like $400,000. In Merrick? Mm. No, in Merrick it's like 700000 Around me it's like oh, 400000 okay. okay, buy it. Around so, me it's like a million dollars. Manhattan real estate is, or even Queens real estate is insane. But you could, at the time of this... You could maybe buy one of those dilapidated buildings uh, for like two thousand dollars. Yeah, You're but what if out of your mind. what if what if there's a <laughs> what if there's a gang in it? Then you have to spend all that money to degang the place. That's true. Well, in the in the Bronx, I'm sure the I'm sure the real estate is like has gone up to a million, not a million, but like you could probably sell some of those old buildings for a lot of money, and then they'll turn it into a swanky gentrified apartment that's not what do you, true what I, do you I, guys what do you guys think jackie chan's real estate costs oh his his house yeah he's bought a new house it was like 14.1 million dollars shit that's crazy in, he also just bought a yacht in la or no it's on like the middle of the ocean do you think he could no. do you think he's he talking about really the house at, <laughs> at this point uh, bye. Oh, so <laughs> Sorry, Do you think if he if he really it's wanted to, he ocean. could he could buy China uh, Opera Academy or whatever? Oh, absolutely! I bet he's like the number one donor right now. Yeah, but also he doesn't believe in handouts, so maybe he wouldn't believe it at all. Yeah, not even to his brothers. Man. This really does paint a little. That, that movie we talked about last week really does kind of paint a, a dour picture of the Chan boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Should we talk about why he's such a sourpuss? Yeah, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get some Chan fiction, guys. This chapter and a half is called The Little Prince, also known as El Principito. <laughs> is that in, Jackie? Uh, in uh, Spanish, or I guess <laughs> Italian, actually. So where we last met Jackie, which is we're with him, his uh, father and mother had arrived back from uh, his, from Australia. His dad came, and Jackie assumed that they were going to take him home. That that was it. Jackie's dad has enough money to take him out of the drama academy and make him chase kookaburras <laughs> and koala bears. Um, so this is what happened. They were going to have a big-ass dinner uh, just because the parents were there, and that was an occasion. But things were different than normal. The table, usually bare, had been covered with a rich red cloth. The simple dishes of stir-fried vegetables and steamed fish we were used to were nowhere to be seen. You could almost hear the wooden planks groan as they supported platters of roasted duck, 
huge steaming tureens of tofu and watercress soup, pork knuckles braised in soy, and thick yellow noodles and brown sauce. Okay. Brown <laughs> sauce. Master had opened a round jug of plum wine and was drinking small cups of it in honor of my mother and my father in a rare gesture of magnanimity. He even poured tiny amounts into a glass for the big brothers and me and led us in a toast. To our special guests, Mr. and Mrs. Chan, who have so graciously provided this feast. Uh, and then they all got really drunk, even the kids. He got the... Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> have you guys ever had uh, plum wine? Yeah, plum wine's it's delicious. super sweet. I guess it's like the Asian equivalent of... Manischewitz. Yeah, but is Manischewitz <laughs> alcoholic? Yeah, Manischewitz yeah. Get, oh, okay. gets you gets you real real schwasty. <laughs> I Did used you to. Say that? Oh boy. No I mind. used to when I was in college uh, at Geneseo, I would get a big big old jug of Manischewitz and get fushtiked, which is That's Yiddish. Is that what drunk means? It's probably Yiddish real bad for you. Yiddish uh, drunk. <laughs> so. Hmm. I've never done that before. I have to say, my Jewish family, they don't really allow alcohol well, because they're, like, lame Jews. Well, there are certain... Like, in Judaism, you're supposed to get drunk. Like, um, Passover... Uh, who told si- you that? No, at, on Passover... You're a rabbi? No, in Passover, during the Seder, you're supposed to drink four glasses of wine each during the, during the Seder. You're what supposed about the children? To, uh... I had alcohol before I was of age through Judaism, like more so than anything else. I didn't really drink as a as a lad, but like I would drink a little bit of wine with like Shabbat and stuff like that. Wait, you celebrated the Sabbath, Jordan, growing up? Yeah, like every Friday. You came to my house when we had Shabbat dinner a bunch no of times. Way. Yeah, you no did. Way. We had, like, Friday night dinner at my house. It was, like... It would be so dark. What do you mean? You have to turn all the lights off. No, How we, are we, gonna we, no, play no. we didn't. We didn't celebrate Shabbat like that. We didn't... We did the Shabbat dinner, like... Oh, uh, you did the fun parts. With the, with the dinner, we didn't do any of the, uh... Like, you can't use the... We didn't observe the Sabbath in that way. My right. my dad doesn't do that. And I'm having a bit of a fantasy right now in my head of you being that kind of family that would do that, but also having the money to... Like, isn't there a loophole where if you... You can't do anything with electricity, but you can hire someone who's not Jewish to yeah, do it for you. I think yeah. you, know you get Sonny to do it. Teenage <laughs> Sonny. What? You pay so, to turn on the radio for the so, Yankees game. So there's actually... Uh, we had a neighbor who was Italian, this older Italian woman. And one day when Stregonona. my... When my... Yeah, Stregonona. <laughs> uh, we my uh relatives from israel were visiting and they observed uh the sabbath so they couldn't open up the the refrigerator to get something out of it and they asked my mom to like get somebody to get something out of the refrigerator so she went over to our neighbor and she was like uh hey could you like help us and they were and she was like oh yeah sure i grew up in brooklyn i had to do this all the time we would Mm -hmm. get paid a nickel to to (laughs) open up like or, or do something like that. For, it was 1992. The, yeah. <laughs> She's getting real short. That's interesting, though. It's a it's uh. a, a real uh, interesting New York uh, relic of an old old New York. 
speaking of old New York. Yeah, let's get to old Hong Kong. <laughs> um, so Master Yu is uh, like pretty much toasting for everybody. And then he says that Yoon Lo, Jackie Chan's dad, has something he wants to say. And so Jackie's just ready for the bad news to come that he's going to have to leave the drama. Uh, I, why can't I say drama? Leave the drama academy, <laughs> the pajama academy, and go to Australia. His father says, I've come back to Hong Kong to do something I wish I had been able to do years ago. Jackie tensed in his seat. This was it. I am bringing my wife Lily to Australia. And then everyone just went, oh, okay, it doesn't really mean anything <laughs> to me. But Jackie was mortified because the one thing he wanted less than to have to go live with his dad was for his mom to leave him because she was the only person that would occasionally visit him at the academy. And it meant that he was alone there without his parents, which kind of broke his heart. <sighs> and then his dad said something that was really bad. So wait, he why did his dad what? made this announcement to the China <laughs> drama school? <laughs> to the entire school! Well, well, he's, the whole school! Well, he's drunk, so maybe he maybe he thought they would care. I have no idea, Sonny. I didn't even think about it. And, he, and Jackie Chan doesn't write about it in any way that is, like, suspect. His dad called every child and got them all drunk to tell them he was going to take his wife home with him. Um, here's actually why it happened, though. Okay. <laughs> he said to Master Yu, I want to ask a special favor of you. Since neither I nor my wife will be here in Hong Kong, I would like to consider, I would like you to consider adopting our boy as your godson. Oh. So Damn. he wanted Master Yu. Are there legal ramifications of being a godfather? I don't know. Jackie doesn't get into it. Okay. It has in Drama Academy ramifications for sure. <laughs> you could, but it doesn't. Uh, I, I don't know if in like 1960 Hong Kong it really meant a ton. Does it mean anything in the U.S.? It means you're Italian. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It is a I think being a godfather, I thought like being a godparent, I don't know if it actually is legally binding, but like normally when like a a child's family dies, I think they live with their godparents. Or right. Like that. Well, but it's yeah. certainly not like an implied adoption. Like they still have we to go through that We all saw Manchester process. by the Sea. He was the godfather and he gave him away. Yeah. For basement business. <laughs> yeah. We all saw that movie. It's part of the American vernacular. <laughs> um, Jackie finished dinner and shook silence as the dishes were being cleared and the other students stripped away from groups discussing the weird new state of events <laughs> master took a small red box out of his pocket you low come over here he said opening the box inside was a glittering gold necklace i bent my head and he fastened it around my neck from this day on you were like a son to me he said solemnly and my parents looked on with unrestrained pride this was the first time i thought of the plot for the movie the medallion <laughs> what? That doesn't actually. Oh, okay. That's editorializing. <laughs> that would be um, amazing. So, so Jackie, uh, he's go he goes to the airport with his parents, who are gonna go to Canberra, or Sydney. I don't really know if he mentions. And his mom uh, stops the car in like the middle of the highway or whatever, wherever they are, mm -hmm. in typical like 
drug lady fashion and gets Jackie a pair of, like, some fruit to eat, which apparently uh, pretty much breaks Jackie's heart because he starts pleading for them to take him with him. Wait, take him with them. Yeah. Uh, to which point they're just like, nah, can't come. It's not how it works. You gotta Damn. go back. Uh, so he, he loses his parents in the airport terminal like he can't even walk up to the gate with them like was usually allowed before 9-11 and maybe is allowed in other countries i don't really know yeah i'm not sure uh but he loses his parents and then he has to take a taxi cab back and life is very different when he comes back and this is how being the godson kind of affects things and this chapter was known as everything has its price so he gets back to the uh, the jo- the trauma I really can't say drama <laughs> I keep saying like Jama Academy <laughs> Pajama Academy the Pajama Academy he gets back to the Pajama Academy and it's dinner time he's expecting to go to his seat at the end of the table but Master calls him over and says from now on your place is here next to me so Jackie's a little confused he walked to a zombie to the seat next to Master as Yoon Lung shifted his weight over to make room. He's now biggest brother, pretty much, it seems. Pass Yoon Lo the fish, Yoon Long, said Master, returning his meal. Biggest brother looked like he wanted to dump the dish over my head. If we'd been in a cartoon, there would have been steam shooting out of his ears. <laughs> but with Master a few feet away, he didn't dare make a move to hurt me as he knew, as I knew he wanted to. A kick under the table, a straight elbow, a chopstick in my eyeball. <laughs> this, of course, only made him angrier. It was remarkably fun to see him so frustrated sitting there like a big fat rice (laughs) holding up steam. As I took the head of fish, the best part, and started to shovel food into my mouth, I decided that I could get used to this godson thing. I couldn't have gotten deeper under his skin if I'd slapped him across the face. So like everything, Jackie's primary motivation is food, like my dog. Yeah. And now he likes this, and he doesn't remember his old parents. Um, they have dinner. Jackie's riding high, but he's about to be riding die pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Riding dirty. All right. Could be riding dirty. Today, they had to do uh, extra activities because of the special lunch that they had with Jackie's parents. So they had a trainer come and train them after dinner. Today, we will focus on forms and positions, said Master. We grow into ourselves. This was one of the most difficult aspects of Chinese opera. The striking of poses that had to be held with absolute stillness, often for minutes at a time. Sometimes during practice, if Master thought we were slacking off, he'd call out, Don't move! And regardless of the position in which we found ourselves, we'd have to freeze until he gave us signals to continue. Much like dogs, mind you. (laughs) An unlucky student who moved a limb would instantly pay the price of Master's displeasure as the cane came out and slapped the errant armor leg. Something out of position would demand even worse punishment. Kneeling at the head of the class, pants down, as Master deliberately and harshly applied the rod to the wretched student's backside. What? And of course, the rest of us have to maintain our frozen position. So he spanks them in front of everybody, bare-assed. We stood quietly in our rows, wary of what practice would bring. Yun Lung, led the, Yun Lung, lead the students in basic forms, Master said, crossing his arms, his eagle eyes ready to spy the tiniest of errors. Okay, let's go, yelled Biggest Brother. On my count. One, two, three, four. Punch, sway, turn, punch, kick. Stop! shouted Master. We froze in place, our legs high in the air. Master walked slowly around us, watching for signs of movement. Seconds, then minutes went by, and our brows began to sweat. Knees to feel weak. Somehow everyone managed to stay upright on one leg. All right, he said. Everyone can move. Except Yoon Lo. Hmm. 
Mm. The other students collapsed in relief, dropping their legs and panting. I gritted my teeth and remained immobile, my heart pounding and my muscles stiffening. Master stood expressionless before me, ignoring the increasingly desperate look on my face. And then he motioned Yunlong over. Bring me the teapot, Yunlong, he said. Oof. Biggest brother nodded and headed for the kitchen, moving with unusual slowness. By the time he returned, I could feel my stomach beginning to buckle, and my left leg, the one which was bouncing, was a mass of pain. Master poured himself a cup of tea and sipped it, relaxing his face. I wanted to scream. Now that you are my godson, you have to set an example for the others. When your brothers and sisters train, you will train twice as hard. Everything they learn, you will learn twice as well. You will make me proud, because that is what I expect from my own children. He then leaned over and carefully balanced a cup of tea on my leg. If you spill any tea, you will be punished. And Godson, when you are punished, you will receive twice as many blows. <sighs> so, uh, Jackie falls. Sure. Because <laughs> this is insane. Yeah. Uh, and he gets two whippings. Uh, and things only get worse from there, he says. During handstand practice, Yoon Kwai was caught taking a covert rest and was hit twice with Master's stick. One for each leg that was leaning against the wall. The master came over to me as I displayed my perfectly erect upside-down form and hit me four times. That sucks. Since you are my godson, his failure is your failure, and his punishment is your punishment. It's up to you to set a better example. And then you still get double. <laughs> you still get double. Yeah. Yoon Long couldn't help but let out a sudden guffaw at my plight, and Master came over and gave him a quick slap with the rod, and then I got two more slaps. <laughs> oh my god. From now on, oh every God. time there is punishment, you will be punished. Only twice as much. I am trying to teach you the merits of responsibility. You must share your brothers and sisters' joys and share their pain. Now everyone take a rest. And uh, he knew that the words didn't apply to him, and he continued to do his handstand split thing. I think he and directly lifted some of that punishment for his training montage in Drunken Master. I was yeah. thinking that with the teapot. Yeah. I was thinking a similar thing. I don't know if it's Drunken Master. I think it's... Is it Drunken Master where... It was either that or Ego, Eagle Shadow. Yeah, I can't, I, at this point, I, I'm mixing them, them both up. The punishment where his father is making him sit, a, sit upright and his friend, like, sneaks the... Um, the chair underneath the chair of him. Under, yeah, that yeah. scene yeah. reminds me a lot about of this punishment. Yeah, that was a really funny scene in hindsight. Yeah, and how like yeah. he does the chair in that movie. <laughs> yeah, things get really bad. <laughs> like his parents leave him, and then he has to pretty much take a beating for everyone's sins. So he doesn't even write. He doesn't write about like his parents' goodbye or anything. He's just like they said they're leaving, and now I'm screwed. No, he does. There's, okay. it's like, it, there's not a lot of dialogue, and it's a lot of um, the trip to the airport and the him eating the fruit that his mom gave him and how bittersweet it was because it was the last thing that she gave to him. And also, he talks a little bit about how his, uh, how his parents would send. We actually talked about it, I think, last. Oh no, the movie talks about it. How mm -hmm. they would send uh, tape recordings to him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he would listen to them, and they would make him sad. That actually was... He, he writes about it pretty well. I thought we talked about it last week. He, but he, he said, said his mom... Well, he said that uh, in the movie, he said his father would send him a tape recording and also $5. And mm -hmm. after the first couple, because he was so sad, 
he would not listen to them but still keep the money so <laughs> yeah he doesn't mention that in the book he okay. says that uh he also said his mom couldn't read or write which i don't know if i buy um because she could fucking speak english yeah she spoke perfect english but he said that uh she would sometimes send him letters that he knew she had to dictate to somebody and that like broke his heart that someone else had to hear her pain but i don't even know if that's true jackie's not a reliable narrator anymore yeah yeah <laughs> no oh man well that was chan fiction let's fucking talk rumble in the bronx okay i'm i'm excited <laughs> me too uh initial impressions anybody there's a lot of like crazy shit. <laughs> this is fucking insane. It's an insane movie, and I think insane in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think this movie is. I think the medallion is also similarly insane. There's a lot of like crazy weird stuff going on, but like this is all the right ways, whereas the medallion is all the wrong ways of craziness. Yeah. Jordan, I wrote in my note. This is. <laughs> The opposite of the medallion. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that. It's it's where the medallion makes every weird choice for the worse. It makes every weird choice for the for better. better. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we read about what Jackie says about Rumble in the Bronx? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, get, get into, into it. it. Um, Rumble in the Bronx. Also, Red Bronx. In this film, with which I made my big comeback to the United States, uh, he did. He tried to do Cannonball Run, and it was a massive failure. Mm. Um, I play Kung, yeah, Kung, a Hong Kong cop who travels to New York to help my uncle with his grocery store, which is located in the seedy section of the Bronx called Fort Apache. One, that's a crazy reason to travel from Hong Kong <laughs> to New York. Yeah, I did also didn't know he was a cop. Yeah. Oh, I, they did not make that clear at all in this movie. Yeah, I just thought he... New Kung Fu. Yeah, they just... <laughs> the only thing that they do at the beginning of the movie is show that he, like, kept up his with his Kung Fu training. They never yeah. go... They never make him seem like a cop. No. Ex except for one scene where he pretends to be a cop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he has more. Uh, when I get there, I find out that Uncle is getting married, retiring, and selling the store to an unassuming woman named Elaine, played by Anita Moy. As soon as the sale goes through, however, a gang of thugs descend upon the store, stealing from Elaine and demanding protection money. Feeling responsible, they stick around to help her fight off the brutes. This leads us getting mixed up in the mobster's diamond smuggling scheme. Uh, I guess that that is what happens, but it's confusing to see it written down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because of production concerns, Vancouver doubled as the Bronx. And yes, I know there are no mountains in New York City. At first, we tried to maintain the illusion, avoiding shooting angles that would show the mountains. We even <laughs> hired people to paint graffiti on the walls, but then we had to paint over it all at the end of the day. In the end, I decided to forget about trying to simulate New York, figuring that people shouldn't be watching the scenery so much of the action anyway. Yeah. In Hong Kong, Rumble was the top movie of 1995. When it was released in the States in 96, it made $10 million in its first week. Um, yeah, this movie is... Is there any more that like can be elaborated about the plot, or does that cover it? Um, I think it's not. I don't know. It seems like it isn't applicable. He, and well, not not applicable. I think it's just it sounds like it doesn't actually apply to what the plot is. Also, mm -hmm. it doesn't go into the whole the love, tr the love aspect that he has with, like the romantic um, plot line. 
and like the biker gang it doesn't go into any of that yeah so which is like probably more important than the than the 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 diamond smuggling thing yeah that was just the last like 30 minutes yeah yeah 40 minutes Um, also is it is it weird that they describe it as like a diamond smuggling thing i feel like that it was like an accident or a deal gone awry what was it on purpose that those guys were killed in the limo Mm. By by the mob. So. Um, I think it was a deal. That was something happened, and they like couldn't figure out a good reason for it to go bad, so they just like yeah, cut to crazy yeah. shit happening. Cut. Yeah, this movie is sort of. It's like the better Jackie Chan movies where there are. It's pretty much just about the stunts and the silliness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's enough plot there, and actually enjoyable characters right that like, i found fun that i really like me. i really like the the kid in the wheelchair and then his sister being <laughs> danny the, yeah um, he wasn't the best actor but no, i did like his character and i like the sister's character he wanted to fuck his sister right it seemed like it. <laughs> i i but think he, he wanted to set up but jackie <laughs> I think he really wanted her to to meet a nice boy, and Jackie Chan was the nice boy for her. He kind of knew how to sell her too well, though. She's 20, (laughs) and look how pretty she is. Well, I think she was 21 or 22, is what he said. And Mm -hmm. how old is Jackie? Jackie's like 37. He's he's really trying to, to like... It was filmed in 1995. He was born in 1951, so he's 44 years old. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's so weird. He's... She um, looks older? It it doesn't seem out of place that they're a romantic couple. The person who played Elaine seemed to be closer in age. Yeah, I liked her better. Yeah. She was one of my favorite parts of the movie, honestly. That, That Jurassic Park thing that happens, where, like, the building falls apart and she's like sitting on the toilet and it's like completely open yeah and yeah. she's just like my whole world has collapsed yeah was really funny like, i laughed really really <laughs> hard at that um the mob to like prove a point to jackie just blows up the building right they do it, it no, no they no. do it in like they, a very convoluted way they like clamp it and then they like use car toes to yeah. like yank it from they like make it collapse. Yeah. They don't even blow it up. It's crazy. <laughs> they pull out all the supporting beams with it. I thought it was I thought it was crazy how when they show her on the toilet, you could actually like see her legs. Yeah. It's like yeah. very kind of it's not graphic. You don't see any like vagina right. or anything like that. Or yeah. boosh. But you see a woman peeing and like the actual mo- thing of her peeing. It reminds me of a really it's like a Simpsons bit where that happens. With Lenny. What do you mean? Fr- I don't know that The one. front of Lenny's house falls down when Marge is passing it, and he's just on the toilet or in the bathtub, and he just goes, don't tell people how I live. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe the Simpsons stole it from Rumble in the Bronx. I wouldn't be surprised. Those guys, I'm sure, consume a lot of media, and it would be right around that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Sonny, what was the thing? You, you texted us in the thread... Oh, it was it was finding out uh, Uncle Bill's 
new fiance new wife yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sunny texted everyone this movie is insane <laughs> something has caught me really <laughs> off guard and i spent the whole train ride home trying to figure out what that thing was and i thought it could be five things <laughs> what what are the five things well firstly it it opens on a shot of an airplane and i thought that the next shot might have been of the twin towers as they were approaching <laughs> new york city there and were a I lot of shots of them there were and yeah. so my instincts weren't totally awful yeah. then uh when jackie chan gets off the airplane there's like a weird thing where two homeless people are like high-fiving or they might even just be how they dress black <laughs> people in this movie but in the background behind him two like uh black dudes are like slapping five real jive and stuff yeah and i thought sonny might have been talking about that <laughs> no I, yeah i was talking about the that reveal and just like yeah. being really worried about how they were gonna go about doing that but yeah i think it well, was pretty fine yeah she was she was a nice character yeah, she's not she in good. it for most of it no. jackie was very surprised he was he was maybe yeah. just as surprised as you were sonny yeah i i made that and same he wrote face the movie. <laughs> yeah uh i thought i also thought it could have been the old the uh weird dub when they're talking when they're speaking uh, cantonese yeah yeah and then he goes well then you should speak english yeah it's, that it's was dubbed. weird <laughs> Uh, uh, and then I thought it might have been the portrayal of the Bronx itself as a literal lawless wasteland. Yeah, so that I like <laughs> didn't actually know how legit that is. Well, that's not what the Bronx. Is well, like. this is this is because like what I assume every that. single this is what every single New York City movie is during this time period. Right, that's what think, I was saying. Like I gave it some of, leeway. Think of the last action hero. The last action hero posits the same. Manhattan is like a wasteland where so, like you can shoot somebody on the street and nobody cares. People my first, <laughs> yeah. Well, my people. first, my first um, connection was the Warriors because that's like yeah, well, that's like seventies. Yeah, yeah it's and they're just full on gangs out and about. Um, but that's Central Park. That's different. That like sure. This is this is the that's Upper West Side. This is the street. This is. During this time period, every movie's interpretation of New York is like, you will get murdered, you yeah. will get robbed. Yeah. Like, this is the kind of time period. Or you this will is get <laughs> glass bottles batted at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds of them. That that's how, that's how the world... I still have relatives who are coming over from Israel who are just like, oh, we could go into New York City. It's, it's oh, safe yeah. in New York City. <laughs> Like, oh man! This is this time period solidified New York as like this it's this crime ridden, this dystopian. Yeah. I don't. I I know what you're saying, but it was, it was 1995. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty far across. That's a far cry. This is it already? It's this, like Giuliani had been mayor for a while, and like the biggest thing in New York at that time was the Lion King being <laughs> a play. Are it you was, I, sure about that? Uh no, I don't. That was probably late nineties. I, I don't think that's true. I think The Lion King probably came out in theaters in nineteen ninety five. Well, that's what I was talking yeah. about. Um, <laughs> but I think the movie it, The Lion King. It would definitely be jarring for a foreigner to come into the Bronx in this time period. Yeah. Just in general. Uh I I think it like it, you could definitely tell it tried to represent the diversity. In terms of oh, definitely. visually, I don't know how the representations themselves played out, but 
Um, there were definitely a lot of uh, brown and Asian people amongst the gangs and mm-hmm. just generally around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sure if like the South Bronx has a heavy Asian population, but then I went I don't really care. Yeah. It doesn't really bother me. It's like this is a movie that's made by this is a Hong Kong film. I don't really give a shit if they, they I put like white directors put like white people yeah. in the Great Wall movies. Right. I can fucking care less <laughs> if you have <laughs> Asian neighborhoods in a place that is probably full of Asian neighborhoods. Um. <laughs> Something interesting I noticed is that it feels like Jackie was objectified a lot more in this movie than he usually oh, is. Like yeah. hardcore. I wrote Jackie Cock Chan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a note. Um. His his aunt his soon to be aunt like really like she like really grabs onto his his uh, biceps. His, yeah. Is like oh like I think does she say I wish your uncle looked like this. Or something like that? Or, or something did like I... that. I, w- I wish your uncle had these muscles or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sweet cock. <laughs> yeah, there's, um, there's like two scenes of him in his pajamas, which are just like... Yeah. Um, just under Tight. Tight. The one, the one where he's doing a handstand and you just see a bit of <laughs> the camel moose toe. Knuckle. The moose knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, he, he is. He's in really good shape in this movie. Yeah. Like, he definitely does look bigger. And I wonder if that yeah. had something to do with this being a release in America to emulate more, like, Schwarzenegger action star stuff. That's po- yeah, that would make sense. Um, especially since they make him wear a sleeveless turtleneck. Can we talk about fashion <laughs> in this fucking movie? He's he's wearing something that Betty Draper would wear in that <laughs> Uh, oh my god. Yeah, he wears a sleeveless turtleneck in a big fight with the, with the gang. And yeah. before that, he's wearing uh, white pants with a long <laughs> cream sweater with a very deep V to go ride on a tandem bicycle. It is so bizarre and not good. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really fit. It's, not, it, it, it's a weird style they put him in. Yeah. Let's let's go through the the fights that they. Yeah, that's good. It's a good idea. Let's put some structure in this piece. What was the, so the first fight is just, uh, him beating up the what's what's the like the the dumb goony thug's name Angelo. Angelo, yeah. 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 Uh, Angelo's like lipping off in the supermarket. That right, they're like shoplifting. He he looks kind of like Flea. Uh, kinda from uh. the from the Red Pops. Yeah, from the Red Pop Silly Peters. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tell um, us about that fight, Sonny. So he sees them. Oh, no. So what happens is they're, like, shoplifting, and they see them do it, Jackie and Elaine, through the one-way mm-hmm. mirror. And mm-hmm. Elaine goes to confront them, and they, like, they start breaking shit. And then that's when the fight happens. Like, Jackie comes in and is like, hey, pay her. Um, yeah, don't disrespect the establishment. And then much. they just start like wrecking shit. Um, which is like, why? Are, where are the cops? It's the They're South Bronx, Sonny. There are no police. <laughs> but then also, like, they certainly caused more property damage than how much those candy bars would have cost if they just let them. Oh, go. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of destruction of property in this movie. Well, yeah. they they full Millions on later in the worth. movie. They like destroyed the entirety of the shop. There's like well, not ten... them. They yeah. don't. Yeah. No, the the like no, there's like the ten mob. goons. 
it's no, the mob though. It's no, the... before the mob. Oh, oh, like they oh, come yeah. back. Yeah. They they come looking for him, and they're literally there's ten of them. They're like driving dirt bikes into the <laughs> into yeah. the 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 cold, what like the soda where they keep the soda and the mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. They yeah. they're doing some crazy stuff. Uh, in that in that first fight, I'm the best part for me was when he managed to like trap the guy behind him with his jacket. Yeah, He's elbowing him in the face. Yeah, the the action in this is. I don't know if it's as it, I don't think it's as good as Project A. No, but it's as close as we've gotten, and yeah. it kind of has a fun to it because of the the, the obvious um, uh, improvement in camera technique. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. Um, so where where while it like technically isn't as good, the set design is so good, and the music is so good, and. Right. The coordination is very good too. It probably is the the action scenes are probably better just because they have more money behind it. Yeah, uh, and I think it's like uh, it's sort of the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. It's like not as good choreography as his like pure Hong Kong movies, yeah. but it's also like the camera work is there's more work into like framing shots and the editing. There was a there was a shot in the when he's walking in the grocery store the first time where it's just. He's just walking the aisles, looking at things, and the yeah. camera's behind him. And it looked like the scene in Punch Drunk Love when Adam Sandler is, like, <laughs> realizing that you can, whatever, get, like, a free flight for yeah. buying puddings. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. I was like, this is a really well... They, like, lit the place well, and they definitely did multiple takes on stuff like that. Yeah. It, it's... We're, I think we're at a... This is, like, a sweet spot for Jackie, where he gets to have fun, mm-hmm. but also it's a real film. Right. That he can be proud. In the words of Burt Reynolds, yeah. this is a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so this first fight sort of, like, creates a rivalry with that gang. Mm-hmm. Um, and they find him at some point later mm-hmm. at night and corner him and try to, like... Well, I don't know no, what they try no, to do. No, no, no. They, they trick him. They know, right. that he w- right. they know that he works at the supermarket or has something to do with the supermarket. So they, like, wait for him to leave for the night, and they, like, pretend they're going to rape a girl. Yeah. That's why like, we shouldn't sh- trust accusers. Yeah. Because they're just going to lure you into a beating. No. Uh, so so he saves this girl. He pretends to be a police that, officer. That girl who ends up being the... She's the sister. The sister of the kid. Yeah. yeah. So he... And then it's all a trap, and... They, like, lure him into an alleyway and take, I guess, a garbage can filled with empty bottles yeah. or half-full mm-hmm. bottles. Some of them are... Yeah, a lot some of them, of them have, have liquid in it. And they just, like, bat... They just, like, swing a baseball bat and hit him with glass bottles. That scene is intense. That scene is it, rough. Yeah. it's it, it seems like it should be, like, kind of silly, but he is very bloody, and it right. yeah. happens for a long time. I think the, Jackie, like... I think his best acting comes from him taking pain, probably yes. because he has taken so much real pain in his yeah. life. <laughs> it's very, yeah, it's very like Stella Adler of him, where you he's using real trauma to make yeah. fake trauma. Um, Jesus, good point, Sonny. I never thought of that. That's really interesting in like a real way, because <laughs> in those fight scenes, he's always best when his back's against the wall and he has nowhere to go. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Um, and... He, I don't know. It's like a weird thing. It's like 
what? That's not a real thing that happens. Like, where would they get that idea as, like, a sort of attack? Well, they they probably wanted to do something that wasn't lethal, and they wanted to do something that, like, seemed intense. I don't know. But I feel like they did want to kill him. No, they were going to kill him. They were, but this they needed something that would be like a toying with him kind yeah. of thing because they couldn't actually they seem, kill him. They seem like they've done that before, though. Maybe. Because they wrap the bats in the cloth to make sure the bottles don't break Yeah. on impact. Oh, I guess that's true. I didn't so that's think like about a very that. specific and weird detail. Well, maybe, maybe it, it was a, th- a real thing that gangs would do in the Bronx. like somebody. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe it's like the the warriors. They do the bottle thing. Maybe they were like, "Oh, gangs love bottles." Yeah. <laughs> sure. Gangs love bottles. New that's York what Jackie gangs. said. They love the bottles. That that scene was pretty it's pretty fucking intense. Yeah. I yeah. was not uh I felt pretty bad for for Jackie at that point. Yeah. He barely he he only escapes because Angelo uh, like slaps one of the women that are in the gang, or like yeah. pushes her in the face, and it pisses off Tony, right, or Anthony, uh, who is the uh, yeah the, the leader. big boss. But he d- he doesn't just slap her for no reason. He slaps her because she says like enough, like give this give this guy a break. Like what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. And then he slaps her. So mm. that's the reason why it's not just like in the middle of him hitting bottles he just slaps her no no which is interesting like that's the difference between a new jackie chan movie and like to be kind of shitty uh one of the old like kung fu movies where actions need to be justified yeah (laughs) yeah uh i feel if this was a movie that was made in 1975 he just would have hit her because he was having fun hitting jackie yeah um shit yeah, they, they, most of, a lot of the movie are just these thugs trying to kill. I feel confident saying the word thugs in this way. I'm yeah, not saying it fine. how. I'm not saying it in the way that some people use thugs. Yeah, I'm using it in the way that I use it, which is okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're just like fucking with his life. Yeah, they yeah. they find him in the street the day after this, mm-hmm. and they try to kill him just in broad daylight. Just yeah, no, just fucking... no, they give him they give him an out. Where Angelo pulls down his pants and says to kiss the tattoo on yeah, his butt. On his butt. And if you kiss the tattoo on my butt, I'll let you leave. And that's a, that's a Vince ja- McMahon move. Yeah, and ja- Jackie does not take it. He doesn't take the deal. He says, um, "He says, Howie, no deal." He <laughs> takes a what do you call it? He takes an antenna. A from car, a car antenna. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that leads to one of what I thought was going to be the best stunt in the movie, where yeah. he hides in a ball truck, like a truck that's full of those balls you find. Oh, in the yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, they end up, they find him and they push him off the the roof. The truck like off a, the roof. Ten, they push, they, and they actually did push the truck. Like, yeah. you see it fucking fall and land. Yeah. It's awesome. And, like, the effect is awesome because of all the b- balls in there. Yeah. Just bouncing around. They drop a ball truck and the it just like crashes to the ground he he just narrowly avoids 
falling with the truck. Yeah. But the balls are just all over the city street and bouncing. And yeah. the sound, the sound <laughs> design is great. And two cars like stop in the yeah. middle of the road. It's fucking awesome. That was great. That was um, prime Jackie. And then he yeah. jumps from a building to another building and he yeah. gets away. <laughs> and then he runs into the deal gone awry. That is when that happens, right. correct? Yeah. Where it's it's the mob and I guess it's like a black gang. And yeah, one of them was, was I assume, like African-American and one seemed to be from maybe Jamaica. I don't... Like he had an accent. I don't know. I, all, all I, I, I must have, like, looked away for a second because I looked back and they were all dead in the car. Oh, well, and if yeah. it helps, that's the last you'll see of them. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was just, like, an inter-gang deal gone awry. Right. They, yeah. the, the, the two guys get killed by the, by the mob, um, and Angelo, the, the bad, uh, the bad hooligan, the, mm-hmm. the thug. The hood. Mm-hmm. The, the guy, the, the guy who looks like Flea, uh, he finds the case before the mob gets to it that mm. it happens to be filled with diamonds a whole like probably a million dollars worth of diamonds no they say seven million. Oh, set okay yeah. seven million dollars which worth translates of to 14 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> yeah today's money that's a lot of million uh yeah <laughs> then he like runs away and they like catch up to him and he hides them in the kid's cushion Danny, torn. Yeah. Um, Does Danny have cerebral palsy? I don't I, know. I don't. It wasn't very clear. Because he he has walkers also, but he's mostly in a wheelchair. In a wheelchair. Which is honestly like a nice touch. It kind of yeah. gives the kid depth. He's not just this guy that's in a wheelchair. Right. Yeah. Um, and so then he has the the cushion with the diamonds in it. Mm-hmm. And then I think the rest of it is like that crime syndicate going around asking people. Oh yeah, so what happens is they end up kidnapping. In the scene where the uh, the biker gang goes back and trashes the um, grocery store, mm-hmm. the crime syndicate that was like that stole the diamonds or whatever, they kidnap two of their members. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. And they fucking toss them through a wood chipper. Yeah. yeah, and they would chip him what I thought onto the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Either that was it the was it him? I thought they were wood chipping like metal onto him into like his eyes. Uh, they they first they did <sighs> actually through wood chips yeah. at them, and then yeah. they put the f- oh, they actually okay. put his friend into it, and he right. I assume okay. they put his guts all over him. Yeah. Well, Ugh. they they did. Um, he did come back to the gang with like just garbage bags. Of Full of his friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the reason, uh, a big thing that, like, uh, happens that a lot of, like, these diamonds are pretty much a MacGuffin just to have things happening in the movie. Yeah. But um, the Danny's sister, whatever, the the female sex, whatever, what's, what would you call her? The sexual... Uh, She's like a dancer? Yeah, I was trying to just think. Oh, like it's the, like the sexual interest or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, Nancy. The, the, the romantic <laughs> interest, <laughs> Nancy. Um, she replaces her brother's pillow, so yes. he's wheeling around with a clean pillow, while the one that had the diamonds in them is just like tucked underneath the couch, yeah. just yeah. thrown away. 
So while everyone is looking, while Angelo knows that they're in the pillow, he doesn't know that it's been replaced. Yeah. So he ends up, like, pretty much shaking down this kid, <laughs> like, not long after this wood chipper scene, trying to get the diamonds from the pillow. And they're not in there. And a mob chases him. Which I like to see. Um, so then the other plot is then Jackie re- uh, learns that the biker gang trashed the supermarket. And he goes and looks. He ha- gets Nancy's help to go look for them. Uh, and like his, I guess his plan was just like, I'm just gonna go fight these guys. Oh, fifty of them. Yeah. Um, little did they know, a junkyard gang hideout is where Jackie Chan thrives. <laughs> <laughs> you give Jackie three pinball machines or a refrigerator, <laughs> a wheeling chair. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh- that was awesome. Yeah. That he beats the shit out of like thirty guys. <laughs> oh man. What was your favorite scene from what was your favorite uh stunt from that scene? Either of you. Uh, mine was the pinball machine stuff. Just ducking behind. Just like ducking behind and like using them as shields. I like when he uh put the guy in the refrigerator and he tries to <laughs> pop out and he just punches him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have a favorite scene. I'm I'm trying Wait. to think what happened in that scene. Well, there's the really good one where he has the he like pretty much is over and he has he's holding the ski. Yeah. And oh, oh yeah, pretty yeah. Much, and he just hits him in the face and hits him in the balls. Yeah. Him in the face, <laughs> hits him in the balls like six times for no reason whatsoever. And that uh, that's and when the, he's just like he's just like it's over. You he like gives up right? Well, he doesn't give up. Uh, Tony is like, all right, that's enough. You win or whatever. You you proved your point. Yeah. Yeah, and I then, thought Anthony said that he wins, so he gives up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. not Jackie have, like, doesn't give up. Yeah, Anthony has more of like, he kind of gets it. He's like, we've been kind of fucking with you. Yeah. And you've proved your point that it's not really worth it anymore, and you're a tough guy. So yeah. We'll pretty much Jackie, leave you alone. Jackie high roads them pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you motherfuckers. He does. Why are you b- bullying people? Yeah, doesn't he say something like that? Yeah. Why are you doing he, these things? He yeah. calls them the scum the of the bottom earth. Of the, yeah. And then and then Anthony's just like, is that yeah. true? Yeah. Is that garbage? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I think they didn't realize. I think that they really like like as bad as they are, they're like doing bad things. I actually don't think that they were gonna kill Jackie. Maybe Angelo was. Angelo seems like he's like their like yeah their he's loose the, he's a dumbass yeah. But I think when they see the guy who's who's like in a garbage bag they are they're throwing up. oh yeah they're, they're way out of their league with yeah, the, yeah. the bigger crime syndicate there we talk about this mob yeah yeah I, I mean their their henchmen are very square <laughs> yeah. uh that's pretty much the only defining they're all like wearing suits and are indistinct from each other well, yeah. there, there's the one guy that's enormously tall who had the mullet. Yeah, the guy, yeah. the guy in the scene with the wrench. That scene was great. That was funny. That scene was hilarious. It like, was really funny. J- Jackie goes back after so, after this whole scene with the the pinball and the the where they're at um, in the old warehouse. Um, Jackie, Anthony, and the girl are all together. They find Angelo. Yeah. They they find Angelo and they're going to get the they're gonna get the diamonds back from him to Yeah. So 
they get they call what Jackie thinks is the FBI, which is secretly the mob. So mm-hmm. they come. Uh, they're gonna kill Angelo. They're gonna kill all of them. And Jackie yeah. says, "I'll show you where the diamonds are. I know where they are." Um, so he brings them back to the house. Uh, it's two henchmen, Jackie and Danny. Um, then when that uh, when Danny's in the other room with one guy, Jackie uses one of Danny's crutches to mm-hmm. t- to like overpower the the henchman he's with. Um, knocks him out, and the other henchman from the other room, the mullet friend, the mullet henchman, not the mullet Frenchman. I feel like uh, I've seen him before, also. I think he's one of the henchmen. I've, I think I've seen him before too. I think he's also one of the henchmen in um, True Romance. Mm, I think that's James Gandolfini. You're thinking of? No, no, one of the henchmen in like the final scene of True oh, okay, Romance. Okay, okay. Like yeah. the big shootout, I think he's one. Yeah. I think he was typecast during this time period as could be, but um, I might be wrong about that. That's fine, <laughs> but it's, it's not a big deal. So that guy comes into the other room. He Jackie has a gun on him. He tells Jackie. Jackie tells him to drop his gun. He punches Jackie. Punches him in the head, and the guy just like takes it like a boss. Nothing happens. Nothing yeah. happens. The little kid throws him like a football helmet. He s- smashes him in the head with it, and the guy is just like still gives him a bring it. And the little kid throws him this huge <laughs> wrench, <laughs> like and a twenty pound wrench. The, and the guy is just like like goes down like starts to like beg and plead that yeah. Jackie doesn't smash him in the face with it. I thought yeah. that scene was really funny. <laughs> it was. It was really fun. It This movie is really funny at points. <laughs> like uh, uh, the scene that's pretty soon after this is when he and uh what's the woman who owns the grocery store's name again? Uh Elaine. Elaine, Elaine he's showing her the diamonds. Yeah. And he's pretty much trying to figure out a plan she goes i have to go to the bathroom it's like you don't need diamonds to go to the bathroom yeah and she kind of gives him a look like you son of a bitch and then drops half the diamonds and he goes what about the other diamonds and she just scowls she's really funny i I thought she was great she's probably my favorite non-jackie in this yeah yeah I, i have a question so what happens in a situation like this three way no, where no. somebody's uh, <laughs> somebody's like house falls apart, or somebody's business gets destroyed by the mob, and then they u- help the police to like to imprison the mob. Do they use some of the recovered money from the mob to like pay for their like to restore their house or their supermarket, or is she Depends just like shit out is. of luck? I'd say, I'd say. If she sues them, they have to recoup some recoup some of the damages that they did. I believe, but you probably plus I'm sure insurance. there's insurance. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I think she would be okay. It was I, I don't really care about the insurance in this insane, insane world though, where these things can happen. I I, I was fine. concerned. I was concerned <laughs> about it. it. Well, you were wor- <laughs> you're all about providing relief to people that are in danger from their surroundings, Jordan. Yeah, that's, that's your career. That's me. That's me. A hundred percent. So, this, like, after the store happens, we go to the big finale, which is 
batshit crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's like so wildly conceived in every way. Sonny, take us home. Just take us home. Tell us what uh, So place. then Jackie ends up calling the real cops and is wearing a wire to the meeting where he like is going to hand over the diamonds for his friends. Yeah. And they like call him out on it. He's like, oh, you're wearing a wire. And he escapes. And then the cops come. And then they escape. And they hijack a hovercraft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before we get into the true craziness, can I write two notes that I had? Yeah. When they're testing out the wire, the guy says a line that is very not no bueno, but I wanted to open the podcast with this, and I would have if I hadn't forgot. He I says, testing, yeah. testing, here comes Ahab, the Arab. Testing. Oh, I testing. don't. I didn't yeah, remember I, that. I I heard that. I didn't make a note of it, but I I remember, and I was like, "Why did they say that?" Yeah, that's very strange. I don't know. And then a that's like a, a weird anchorman thing. Like, yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like some they got maybe a cop in this or somebody from the Bronx to help do research and like make it authentic with some of these weird things. <laughs> yeah. And then there was another cop that just directly looks at the camera when like Jackie's going to go and he just screams, you better be careful. <laughs> and then In there's the one that way. always smokes the guitar rig- cigar, regardless. That of was him. Saying. It was, that oh, was that the was same that guy? guy. Yeah. Um, you better be careful. Yeah. Um, so then the henchman hijack, a hovercraft um and they just start i don't know what their plan is with this actually now that i think about it none of it makes sense it's 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 just fully fully conceived like ridiculous yeah so i think they're like they're trying to uh, escape ostensibly and jackie like follows them or no he he jumps on top of it and they like go and then like the coast guard comes or something and they escape them yeah. eventually Oh, and then this is like the I think the primo stunt of the movie where Jackie like is tied to a rope, like yeah. wave surfing in a yeah, yeah. Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> yeah, he's like water skiing on his shoes. Yeah. Fuck. Um. <clears throat> so he does that for a while. I I actually don't remember how he gets out of that situation. He probably just climbs the does rope pull, or something. Yeah, oh no, they pull up. onto the shore. Oh okay. Yeah yeah. Uh, at a beach. Oh yeah Jack- yeah. And yeah. uh, Jackie ends up finding a way to pilot the hovercraft, and he pilots Wait. it towards what? Before that, he saves a baby. He, there's <laughs> there's a woman who just goes, "Oh no, not my baby!" And then Jackie. <laughs> oh no, that's throws... after they they go on shore. Yeah, yeah. on shore. Yeah. So um, before he pilots it, he before they. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like he he <laughs> saves a child which and he is gets run over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. uh, yeah. And he uh, he pilots his hovercraft, which is enormous, enormous beast of a thing. Yeah. Uh, to a golf course where the main. Oh wait, no. Before before this, the his solution to stopping the hovercraft. Oh yeah. Sorry. He steals a dude's Lamborghini and a sword from a sword shop (laughs) (laughs) and uses it to, like, joust the hovercraft and pop the the rubber out of it. (laughs) That's insane. And that's... uh, This movie looks so expensive, but it only cost $8.5 million to make. Really? Yeah. Well, keep in mind, this is 1995. Yeah, that's 17 17 million now. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, but like I would have guessed like thirty million at least. At least. Yeah. They throw a, a truck off a roof. Yeah. Well, they they filmed in Vancouver, not in the Bronx. So I wonder if back I wonder if back then they got like huge uh, savings. Like if that was before people would shoot in Canada all the time. Yeah. Yeah, probably. This like, movie might have started it. How much? How much do hovercrafts cost? And a and a Lamborghini. Sixteen and like... a half million dollars. <laughs> um, yeah, and then he he drives it to the golf course. Yeah, he drives onto the golf course where he promptly runs over the mob boss. Yeah. But I don't now know if he has a name. If it doesn't, yeah, he's White Tiger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why do that? They call him White Tiger. That's the thing that Jackie calls him that, like, alerts the mob that he he's on to them. Uh, Where they know that he's the wearing the wire because he's just like, oh, you guys work for White Tiger. And they were just like... Tell me more about that. You're mob <laughs> boss. Yeah. Uh, he runs him over, and it doesn't kill him when he runs him over with the hovercraft, but it rips no. all of the back <laughs> of his clothes off yeah. so that he's kind of just, like, has a thong of pants yeah. and cuts... <laughs> And then the movie abruptly ends. Yep, standard Jackie. Standard no, Jackie, no. No, they it, they run over it, and then it's the three of them in a helicopter, like, cheering. They're like, yeah! I right? think they're still in the hovercraft. It looks like they're... Am I confusing? Uh, Does the hovercraft so, look like the inside of a helicopter? Is maybe? it, like, in... Is it like an interior? Well, it's also think, wait, Jordan. Where did you watch it? I watched it on Amazon. Oh, okay. Well, we all watched the same one then. So yeah. maybe, maybe I just was confused. Maybe they're on I, the hovercraft. I if, think they ran him over, and then they were always going, "Yeah, we ran him yeah, over." Okay. End of movie. Credits. So yeah, maybe Smash I'm just cut confusing. <laughs> but we get my favorite. We get a Jackie Chan blooper montage where yeah. Jackie got hurt. <laughs> on, I didn't see it. I didn't craft. watch it. Yeah, I watched it. He got hurt. And they had the... <laughs> <laughs> there was Trust a medical me. team there. Oh, fuck. Man, this movie was crazy. I'll, yeah. I'll go back and I'll watch it. I have the rental for another day. I'm curious to see what it looks like. It was great. Um, Should we give how many Don't Want Any Troubles now? Yeah. 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 I'm going to start this. This gets fucking... Five doesn't want any troubles out of five. What? Wow. That's impressive. I gave five to Project A. I said that five. this movie had everything Project A had uh, in like in certain doses. It had the style. It had the choreography. It was really funny. It was really ambitious. It worked as a movie. Why would yeah. I not give this five? I Damn. gave the worst documentary I've ever seen three last week. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I not give this movie, which I laughed a lot and was thoroughly impressed, five don't want any troubles? Yeah. That's I, fair. I will go next. I will say that I'm pretty sure I did not give Project A a five. I'm pretty sure I gave it a 4.5. Mm -hmm. And I, I will second it. I think this movie is just as good at, as Project mm. A. I'm going to say 4.5 out of five. Okay. Uh, I think mine is... I think I gave Project A a 4.5. This is a, f a 4 for me. Ooh. You think it's... Wh why, why do you say it's worse than Sonny Project Sonny loves period pieces. Because I, I <laughs> think the, the staging of the stunts for Project A were better. Oh, they're amazing, yeah. 
Um, yeah. Just like having the groups and like the colors were better thought out. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I have, I have a pitch, that will make you both have to raise it to five. Okay. Okay. The woman in the grocery store literally says, "I don't want any trouble in this movie." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> She yeah. literally says it. Not even Jackie. She says it. So Someone yeah. else says they don't so, want trouble. So how many we're it's based on how many Jackie doesn't want. Jackie wants trouble in this movie. That's fair. But I'm just I'm, saying I'm that was so it. charming. <laughs> Fine. That's fair. This is definitely one of the best movies we've seen. Yeah. This Probably is, one this or two. Is, this is one or two. I I it would be hard for me to decide between Project A and this. I think I laughed a lot more at Project A than I did at this, but I think this is a much better. I think the villain in in Project A is a lot better because Project he's A's, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. The the main villain in Project A is pro. I, I'm so glad I watched that movie because it's one of the coolest villains in a movie. I've yeah, seen. you guys yeah. are right. That that movie is definitely better, and it has a sort of like musical quality to yeah, it. Yeah. The staging. It's and the plot is really complex in an interesting way. Yeah. This plot is kind of all over the place nonsense. But it knows it's nonsense, which is why it's fun. But this movie looks kind of better. This movie looks like I I don't know. I I think it's really a toss up. I think if I had to give it to anyone, I think it would be I think it would be Project A by a hair. Me too. But if if I had to choose, if I had told someone to watch a Jackie movie, I'd say watch Project Day over yeah. watching this. Yeah. But then I would um, tell them to watch this. This movie's great. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that was uh, our our breakdown of Rumble in the Bronx, which is fucking real good. Uh, yeah. We're going to do a quick segment again of uh, the Jack Off. <laughs> uh, is that what we're the, calling it about? <laughs> it's always been the Jack Off. No, it hasn't always been. It's been other things. It's been, it's been Chan I Am. Chan I Am. <laughs> Chan I Am is the game within the Jack Off, because I had okay. come up with other games, but we haven't played any of the other games. Okay. It's just <laughs> Chan I Am, because it's fun for me. Um, Sonny is up two points right now. And uh, this, from now on, uh, listener uh, listeners, uh, we are only going to be doing one of these a week. So that it's raise just, the stakes. Yeah, you can't. No one can get three points in one week or tie four and four. Actually, no. Let's make this more complicated. <laughs> I'm gonna do it this way. I'm gonna give three hints. The first hint being really difficult. Second one okay. intermediate, and third simple. If you can get uh, it on okay. the first one, you'll get three. Second one two. Third one one. Yeah, okay. but you at least you can't do like a week can't be a wash. It can't be like no, one no, person no, no, no. got. A, there's only one point. One person gets points. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ready, guys? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even gonna do the Jackie Chan thing anymore. What? <laughs> I no, I like it. I like it. I'm fine. I'm the star of the movie Rumble in the Bronx. Okay. And so it's Jackie. <laughs> I am an Adam Sandler SNL sketch. Oh God. There's no way. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Opera Chan. No. That's close, but that's not it. That would be applicable. Second one. I, in this sketch, I am playing against Alec Baldwin. I am with Alec Baldwin. 
Um, Sonny has no idea. Sonny, you don't know 90s SNL? No, I don't know it at all. Oh, fuck. Alright, I'm just gonna keep going. Okay, keep for going. Jordan. I play a Boy Scout who is being sexually oh. harassed by Alec Baldwin. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, like, I, I wouldn't even know what they're called. Like, is it, the ones is I it, know. Is it. Is it. Chan Fire Lad? No. Or something I'm like give, that? I'm gonna have to get you to the answer now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, Sunny might be able to do it. Um, I am the opposite of big. Little. Small. Little boy. Little boy Chan. No. Little. People drink little out chambery. of me. Little Chambery. No. People drink out of me in the desert. I Blah. hold water. Cactus. Uh, little cact. Chantine. Chantine. You got it, Sonny. Chantine? Chantine? No. Little, little, little Chantine? Chantine boy? Little Someone chantine just say boy. the whole thing. Little Chantine Jordan boy. <laughs> Jordan said it. It's called You little... guys have never seen Little Canteen Boy? No. Uh, yeah, I think so. But I, I've seen clips of it. I've never seen the whole thing. It's super uncomfortable. It's Alec Baldwin is just like... Adam Sandler is just sitting at a campfire and Alec Baldwin comes up to him to like reassure him be, that there's nothing to be afraid of in the dark. He's very inappropriate with him. Like um, he gets in his sleeping bag and stuff. Excuse me, it's just called Canteen Boy. So I don't care. Wait, doesn't so, matter. Would wait, you have I known it otherwise, Sonny? I don't know, but I, I said Canteen Boy before Little mm, Canteen Boy. Sonny gets the point, Jordan. Damn it! Wait, I don't get anything <laughs> for Opera Chan? You will... No, you don't. That was a good one. No, it, I had it that, applied. I had Canteen Boy in mind. <laughs> Sonny, watch Canteen Boy. It's really funny. Okay. It's, maybe it's not funny now, but when I was probably 15, not. it was really funny. It probably wasn't. It's probably I, I not think funny I'll right now. Laugh. <laughs> All right. This has been uh this has been Chan fiction. No, this is Chan splaining. <laughs> <laughs> um can we watch the tuxedo next week? Uh yeah. I'm down yeah. with that. Or should I have we go question. to like an older one? When are we gonna watch Rush Hour? Oh. There's three of them. We gotta watch them at some point unless we plan on just doing a super episode where I, we watch all three of them. Jordan, no. when you no. can get enough people to pay attention to us, we will watch Rush Hour. Okay. We're not killing Rush Hour until you start doing your job and getting people invested. Okay, in when show. we when we have a hundred <laughs> listens on an episode, we're watching Rush Hour. That's fine. That should any, be very doable. Any episode <laughs> has one hundred listens. No, it's gonna have to be a higher peak, a higher clip than that. We'll we'll do rush hour. Fine. We'll either do that or we'll do rush hour at 20. 20 what? 20, 20 episodes. episodes. Okay. I can get But that still up. means you have to do your job. I'm doing <laughs> my job. you're not off the hook. <laughs> you're not off the hook. Okay. Um, all right. Tell the people where they can do everything. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at uh, Chansplaining Podcast. Um, you can find us on Twitter at The Chan Pod. Uh, find us on SoundCloud, uh, uh, Chansplaining Podcast. Uh, we're the first result on Google. You could Google us. You could Bing us. You could do the dark, dark web. Have you checked Bing? Are you sure you're just, you're just no, assuming? No, I'm okay. assuming Bing. I'm assuming that you can find us on the dark web. 
If you do Bing, you if can... you Bing chance planning, we're the first thing, but then everything else is porn. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> if you can, you can pay bitcoins to us to to get episodes if you want. <laughs> so, um... but find us on the internet. We're there. Uh, but for this week, we're gonna say goodbye. Bye, Bye happy, guys. Happy twenty eighteen, everybody. Great team. Music. Music. Fat, 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 fat,